If you want to launch a successful, sustainable fashion brand in 2024 and truly build a profitable business that creates a career that you are passionate about, then this is the episode for you because I am overviewing 14 secret strategies that all slow fashion founders should know in 2024. Join the slow fashion revolution with Recloseted Radio. As the number one podcast for fashion entrepreneurs with a conscience, we're here to help you reach new heights. I'm your host, Selena Ho, the founder and CEO of Recloseted, and I'm on a mission to share my insider knowledge and strategies for launching a successful sustainable brand, growing your existing slow fashion business, and making your brand more environmentally friendly. I also invite industry experts to share their stories and insights too. So subscribe and let's get to work on transforming the harmful fashion industry. I'm really excited about this episode because I am not going to hold back. I have 14 secret strategies, like I mentioned, that will really ensure you are successful if you are planning to launch a brand this year. I'm making sure that we're taking into account the current fashion landscape, how there's a million and one fashion brands or merch brands out there. So we want to make sure that we are really intentional and strategic with your brand. That being said, though, don't let the competition get you down. Because now, more than ever, we need more genuinely conscious choices and genuinely intentional brands. Fast fashion cannot continue the way it is. I'm sure all of you have seen the effects of climate change and fashion plays a really big role in it. With all the pollution it causes, all the textile waste, I could go on for hours and hours. But regardless, things need to change. Now more than ever, it is imperative that you launch your genuinely conscious and intentional fashion brand which is why I want to equip you with my 14 secret strategies so that you can be successful because I don't want you just to build an expensive hobby where you're not making any money, you're just putting out these things and no one's buying it. That is not what good looks like for me. Instead, I want you to have a thriving and profitable business that you can do full-time, that's a career you're passionate about and consciously creates wealth for yourself while on the same side also transforms the fashion industry and gives consumers another choice to buy besides like Shein and Zara. That's why I'm putting together this episode and I really hope you have a notebook and pen because I am not going to hold back. I also wanted to congratulate you on making the decision to launch a brand. Making the decision and committing to it is a really important first step, so congratulations on that. I am so proud of you and I am here to hold your hand through it and ensure you are successful. Let's really commit to this decision together and make this year, 2024, the year you finally launch your dream brand and pursue a career you're passionate about. You can finally leave that 9 to 5 job you hate or even if you love it, try to do something different, right? I really want you to consciously create wealth for yourself while doing something you love and you're passionate about and adds to the transformation of the harmful fashion industry. The last thing I'll say before I dive into the secret strategies is that I have a really exciting gift for you. Over the holidays, I spent some time to develop a brand new, completely free, fund your fashion line training that is tackling how much money you need to start a fashion brand and exactly how you can get that funding. Over the years, I've heard constantly people ask, how much money do I need? And if I don't have that money, how do I get that funding so I can start my line? I feel like on the internet, people are really hush-hush about it. People don't like to talk about transparency when it comes to prices. And I think that's really harmful because you should go into a venture knowing exactly how much it's going to cost you and the money you need for your business to be successful. 
I put together this free Fund Your Fashion Line training, and in the training, I am covering three secrets. The first one is what to spend your limited budget on so that you can maximize your return on investment. Next, I'm going to talk about how much money you need to launch a successful sustainable fashion brand. I go through line by line with you exactly what things cost and the ballpark range of it too so that you can go into this with eyes wide open and not get taken advantage of. There's a free spreadsheet I walk you through and you will be able to snag that spreadsheet and use it for your brand. And then last but not least, I am going to share with you how you can get the funding you need so that you can launch your dream brand. It's a very comprehensive training. I'm really excited about it. And this training is for you if you haven't launched your brand yet. So if you already launched, then you already know how much it costs. Probably not for you. And I'm going to be putting together some stuff for people that want to increase their sales later on this year. But for right now, this is only for people that haven't launched yet. If you are in the process of launching, but you're just so overwhelmed and anxious about all the costs it's going to take to start and build your fashion brand, this is going to be immensely helpful for you because you're going to get the answers and you no longer have to spiral and wonder. If you're also not sure how best to spend your limited budget to maximize your ROI, that is completely fine. I'm going to give you the exact things you need to spend your money on and also how much it's going to cost. Also, if you just have no idea how to fund your brand and you're overwhelmed, then we're going to talk about how you can turn your dream fashion brand into a reality and stop making money prevent you from pursuing your dreams. I absolutely guarantee this is going to be worth your time. It's literally only going to take you an hour, but to really incentivize you further, I want to reward action takers that commit to launching their brand this year. Once you go through this free training, you will find out how you can get access to a really exciting goodie bag that includes a recloseted radio podcast interview. The podcast you're listening on right now, I will interview you, give you traffic and help you with the launch of your brand. You will also get access to our recloseted, vetted, worldwide database of mills and manufacturers so that you can trust and rest assured that everything will go smoothly. And then last but not least, you're going to get our ultimate idea to launch checklist, which will contain every single thing you need to do before you launch to ensure that nothing falls through the cracks and you don't need to second guess anything. This entire goodie bag has over $5,000 of value and we're giving it away. What I would do is listen to this episode. And then immediately after, I would go to recloseted.com slash budget. The link will be in the show notes to get immediate access to the training. There's a YouTube video of me going through it and you'll be able to watch what I have to say. I walk you through a slide deck and then we go through the spreadsheet and you will have access to the spreadsheet and the slide deck and the video. Everything's free. There's no strings attached or anything like that. This is not me bamboozling you. I really just want to make the costs associated with launching a conscious brand transparent and just be really candid with anyone that wants to go into this so that you can have your eyes be wide opened and you can just be aware of what it's going to take. I just don't want to let costs hinder you from launching your dream brand and pursuing a career you're passionate about. That's why we put it together. I'm really excited for you to dive in. I dropped in last week's episode that we launched this training and so many of you have taken it already and I've been loving seeing all of your DMs and messages and the fact that all of you are so appreciative of this. It really makes me so happy. Just go to recloseted.com slash budget you'll be able to get the training and I'm really excited for you to dive in. Okay, now that we've talked about the training, I want to dive into the 14 secret strategies you need to know to be successful in launching your sustainable fashion brand in 2024. 
If you haven't already gotten a notepad and pen, then please pause this episode, go grab that, and then click play because there is a lot that I'm going through and I want to make sure that you can note it all down. Kicking things off with secret strategy number one, which is your why. I know I've talked about figuring out what your why is on the podcast before, but it is really important you do this if you haven't already because now more than ever, there's a lot of competitors out there. There's a lot of brands popping up. You need to know why you're in business because it is going to be tough. You are going to have to spend time and effort and money into this and you want to make sure you know why you're doing what you're doing. If you haven't heard this whole spiel that I do about why you need to know your why, then listen up. Basically, building a business is tough. You need to persevere. You need to be determined. And you're going to have ups and downs and challenges and pain points. And that's normal. Every single entrepreneur, every single business faces this. However, to ensure your business lasts in the long run, you need to know what your why is so that you can anchor into it and it can be your North Star when things get tough. Pause this episode now if you haven't already figured this out. Figure out why you want to launch a sustainable fashion brand. Why is this important to you? Why do you want to pursue this venture? Really dig deep and reflect on this. And it can take you maybe 30 minutes to an hour to properly journal, reflect, and ponder this so that you can have a one to two sentence why that you then want to put on a post-it note, want to stick it everywhere and ensure that every single day when you wake up and before you go to bed, you remind yourself why you're doing this. Secret strategy number two is the fact that you want to ensure you have a really solid foundation for your business. I've seen some founders, not our clients, because if our clients did this, I would quite literally murder them. But for other founders that maybe we're not working with or I haven't talked to before, I've seen some of them really rush through this foundation piece and they just jump straight to designing their products or figuring out their branding or starting to post on Instagram because That is all the fun, glitzy, glamorous stuff. But working on the foundation of your business is very behind the scenes and can be really annoying because you have to deal with paperwork and all this stuff. But trust me, if you don't do this properly, this is going to bite you in the butt. And we want to make sure every single thing that we do in your business is intentional, is strategic, and is set up for success. If the foundation is not set up properly, you're going to have such a hard time growing and scaling and you're going to need to redo all this foundation before you can move forward. So trust me, you want to get this done right from the start. So there's two foundation items you really need to be cognizant of. The first one is all the legal items and then the second is all the financial and accounting pieces. Lucky for you, two quick tips here. When it comes to the legal stuff, hire a lawyer. I cannot emphasize this enough. Unless you are a lawyer yourself, do not DIY this. I know that on the internet, you can incorporate your own business. You can set everything up yourself. But unless you can be 1000% certain that you are doing it properly and you will not have to pay to redo it and fix your mistakes, then do not touch it. I think that's really important to just not mess around with this kind of stuff. This is not money that I think, in my opinion, you should be saving. This is stuff that you should actually be spending your money on to ensure it's done properly. And then similarly, you want to make sure someone's doing your terms and conditions, your privacy policies, any non-disclosure agreements. You want to have a professional draw up those contracts. You should not be doing it yourself. You should not be copying and pasting other people's T's and C's. Just don't do that. Just hire someone. And typically, if you find a good lawyer, 
obviously you want to ask around and do consultations and see who you're comfortable working with. But once you find a lawyer, you can probably do a package deal with them. They likely will be able to help you incorporate, do your T's and C's, your privacy policy, and any of your other contracts in one go, and you may be able to get some sort of package deal. Secondly, when it comes to your finances and accounting and your numbers in general, you'll know that I always say you cannot stick your head in the sand when it comes to your numbers. You need to know how much you're making, how much you're spending, and how much you have left over. Or in other words, your revenue, your expenses, and your profit. And as such, it's important to set all of this up from the get-go so that you are successful later on. Do yourself a favor and get a QuickBooks account. And it doesn't have to be QuickBooks, but honestly, I find that QuickBooks is the cheapest alternative for small businesses just starting out. And accountants love it. So come tax season, your life will be so much easier. We have a discount link for you down below, but only sign up if it makes sense for you. I just wish looking back, even with Recloseted, that I started right from the start because trust me, if you're just putting in your receipts in a spreadsheet somewhere and then come tax season, if you didn't do it properly, you're going to have to go back to that full year and redo everything. And it's just such a nightmare. So I would recommend something like a QuickBooks. And then that way too, you can do your bookkeeping by yourself for the first few months or even the first year if you're not making like that much money and it's still manageable for you. And then that way you can save there, but ensure you're still doing things properly. So sign up for something like QuickBooks, talk to a tax accountant or someone that maybe you work with for your personal taxes to see if someone can help you with your corporate taxes and ensure everything's set up and ready to go. Have those conversations with people, do consultations, figure out who you need to work with, who you want to hire, and just do that because it is important, like I mentioned, to set the foundation up successfully so that you don't have to redo things and you can just concentrate on growing and scaling your business in the future. Secret strategy number three is to put your customer at the center of your business. I have talked about this before on the podcast as well, but you want to be literally obsessed with your customer. I think in today's day and age where there is so many fashion brands out there and so many influencer merch brands as well, to really stand out, you need to have something that other people can't offer and people can't find anywhere else. You need to be able to solve problems and pain points and challenges for your ideal customer so you can really stand out. As such, your customer needs to be the center of your business because they are going to be funding your business. They're going to be giving you money. You want to ensure that you are really thinking strategically, intentionally, and reflecting on who this person is, why you want to support them, and how you want to support them. This is really important. Make sure you identify and narrow down exactly who you want to help with your brand and just think about them day in and day out and put them at the center of your business. I promise you that is going to set you apart from all the other brands out there that's just slapping their brand name on a crew neck sweater or just doing another dress for the sake of making another dress. We really want to be intentional in 2024 so that your brand can be successful and stand out. Building on top of that, secret strategy number four is to have really intentional and validated products. I think that for someone to buy a piece of clothing in 2024, it needs to be different. We can't just have another sweatsuit. We can't just have another pair of pants or a sweater. It needs to be something that people find valuable and will add something to their life. 
That's why it's so important going back to my previous point around being obsessed with your customer so you can think deeply about who they are, what problems, pain points, and challenges they have, and then create a product that is differentiated. There isn't really something like that out there already and people actually need. As an example, one of my past clients, she decided to target new moms because she realized that her journey as a new mom was not the best because she couldn't really find conscious, intentional, and stylish pieces that would transition with the changes in her body that would also allow her to breastfeed easily. And so she decided to start that brand. And because she was her own ideal customer, she knew a little bit about the problem and pain points, but I really recommended to her to not extrapolate her own experience and kind of assume everyone else had the same experience as her. We worked with her to do her market research, to get that data, to ensure that we fully understood what new moms were dealing with and what their pain points and challenges were. And as a result of that, when she gets her differentiated products in front of people that are her ideal customer, they appreciate it, they get it, they see the value, they know exactly how they would use this, they can see the use case scenario. And so making the sale and getting the credit card info is just that much easier. And this is the thing that I want to drive home. When you put your customers first in your business and you validate a product with them and you genuinely create something that people want and need, it makes every other thing in your business run that much smoother. It makes your marketing easier because all of a sudden they're telling all their friends and family about this thing that is amazing and changing their life. It also makes the sales process a lot easier as well because you don't need to talk to someone for a whole hour and then beg them to buy your product because they don't really see the need for it, right? If they understand how it works, how it's going to benefit them, how it's going to solve a problem, it's an easy sell. And so that's why I always say to my clients, do this important work up front so that your life is so much easier once you launch. Secret strategy number five is around designing your products. Designs for products in 2024 need to be versatile, they need to be unique, they need to be timeless, and they need to be high quality. Those are the principles that you should always go into this with to ensure that you are successful and can build a long-lasting brand. I really don't think the type of consumer you're trying to attract is going to be forgiving if they buy something and it's damaged after two washes or they buy something and they're not able to wear it a lot of different ways or to a lot of different occasions. I just think people are a lot more strategic with what they're buying nowadays. From a designs principle, you want to, again, make sure it's versatile, it's intentional, it solves problems, you validate the product, making sure that that intentionality really carries through throughout the design process as well. And a bonus tip is obviously if you don't have a fashion design background or you didn't go to school for fashion design or you don't have formal fashion training, then do not DIY this. Don't do your own patterns. Don't try to do your own tech bag. Don't try to grade your own products. You are going to hire experts and trust them to do it. That is really key. Secret strategy number six is that you need to be so intentional with your materials when you're choosing the fabric for your products. Like I mentioned, people really care about the quality of the pieces nowadays and especially if you're going to be charging more for your products because you are an intentional and conscious brand, then you want to make sure the quality speaks for itself. A big portion of that is the material you choose to use. There's a lot of high quality, innovative fabrics out there nowadays that 
is able to do a lot of cool things and also has a less impactful just carbon footprint or just even impact in general on the environment, I really encourage you to do your research and see what's out there. And that way you can create the most sustainable option for your ideal customer so that they do have better choices. So do your research. I have ranted about recycled plastic water bottle leggings before, but you know, just if you're going to be creating something, make sure you take the time and you do the research to ensure that the material is the best material possible. Think about, do you want to wear this on your skin for hours and hours at a time? Think about what's going to happen to it after it is in the landfill and people aren't worrying anymore. Is it going to biodegrade? What is that going to look like? Think about if it's going to withstand washes and wears. Is it see-through? Is it going to be itchy? Think through all of that and be really intentional about it because I really find that people are getting more and more choosy with the materials of their clothing and ensuring it's comfortable and it drapes a certain way and it does what it's supposed to do. And of course, it's high quality and long lasting. Secret strategy number seven is to be so intentional and careful when it comes to your production. Your production partners are your business partners. I have said this before. As such, take the time and the effort and do your due diligence to ensure that you find the best partners. Make sure they are capable of creating the high quality, versatile, unique piece that you need them to create. And also do your due diligence to ensure that they are ethical and treat their garment workers with respect, pay them enough, and all that jazz. If it comes out that your products are produced in a facility where people aren't being treated fairly, where the working conditions and environment isn't good, then there's going to be some blowback on that factory, of course. But there's also going to be a lot of blowback on you and it doesn't look good on your brand. But it's really important to take the time and do the due diligence to figure out who is going to be the best production partner for you. You want to make sure that they are capable of producing the high quality garment that you need them to produce. Also, you want to make sure that the ethics are aligned with your brands as well. Secret strategy number eight is around your finances. Do not stick your head in the sand with your finances. You need to know what's going on. Numbers is not scary. I feel like the more you avoid it, the scarier it becomes in your mind. You might just spend without really thinking about things and then be worried that you're not going to be able to pay things. It's really important to not stick your head in the sand and know what's going on. I mentioned QuickBooks, but also at the beginning of the episode, I talked about my new free training around funding your fashion lines. Make sure you go through that training, get the spreadsheet I was talking about, and just the knowledge of exactly how much this is going to cost you so that you can go into this with your eyes wide open. The link again to the training is recloseted.com budget. I go way more in depth there, so I'm going to leave the secret strategy here, but just make sure that you don't stick your head in the sand. You are aware of what things cost and you take the action steps to get the funding you need to bring this brand to life. Secret strategy number nine is to make sure you have an aesthetic but also strategic brand. When people think about branding, they just think about a logo, pretty colors, and a nice font, but it really goes deeper than that. You want to make sure that your brand and your business as a whole resonates with your ideal customer or your target customer. So it goes all the way back to the fact that your customer needs to be the center of your business. And as a result of that, you need to develop a brand 
that your customer would be really excited about and want to be a part of. And then once you have developed that brand, you need to be consistent with it so that they can get to know the brand and you are able to build your brand over time. Think about some of your favorite fashion brands or just brands in general, right? You know what they stand for. If you say the brand name, certain associations or things pop into your mind. And that's because they've been consistent over time. They've consistently communicated certain values, acted a certain way, made you feel a certain way. Be cognizant of that and really try to keep that in mind as you're developing your own brand. Sika strategy number 10 is around your marketing and the fact that you need to take a minimum of six months to intentionally build up your community before you launch your brand. As I mentioned, there is a lot of competition with other fashion brands out there nowadays. In order to actually launch and have sales and sell out and hit your launch goals, you want to make sure it's not just your friends and your family members in your community when you launch. And it takes time to build a following. I always get our clients to start at least six months in advance and just start to post things. It's totally fine if you don't have your products yet and you don't have anything to sell. It's actually better because people can tell when you're trying to sell something to them and they may not follow you as easily. Give a lot of value, provide a lot of insight, make your platform a place where people want to engage and be. And that way they will share it with their friends and family and you will be able to organically grow. And my other tip as well is to only be on one social media platform and pair that with email marketing. I've talked about this before, but the reason behind that is that it takes a lot of work for someone to follow, subscribe, or even like something. It needs to be high quality stuff because there's just so much junk and noise in the internet right now. As a result of that, you want to make sure you're spending the time and energy required to create good, consistent content so that people will actually follow you. Because you're just starting out and you likely have limited time, funding, budgets, manpower, resources, I really think it's important for you to double down and focus on one social media platform. Do it really, really good. Attract your ideal customer. Think deeply about what kind of content they would benefit with, what type of content they would resonate with so that you can build up that community. And then when you launch, you actually have people that are so excited to buy from you. The caveat here, though, is to be really picky and strategic with the platform you choose because you're going to put kind of all your eggs in one basket. So you want to make sure that your ideal customer is actually on that platform. If you are targeting a corporate working gal that is really, really busy and maybe has an executive position, LinkedIn honestly might not be a bad platform for you. On the flip side, if you're trying to target brides, then Pinterest is probably a good platform for you. Think really deeply around where your ideal customer is and don't just be on TikTok or Instagram because everyone else is. You could be creative. In addition to the one social media platform, I always get our clients to build up their email list because that way they have customer real estate that they own. When you send an email to someone, they're going to receive it. Whereas on certain social media platforms, sometimes the algorithm changes. Sometimes things get a little bit just drowned out with everything else. You want to make sure you diversify and you have customer real estate that you own at the end of the day. You want to protect yourself. And you want to make sure your emails are done intentionally. You don't just send emails for the sake of sending emails because nowadays people hate getting spam emails. You want to make sure you're giving value and it's setting you up to convert. I always get our clients to have an email opt-in and that has to have an immense amount of value. 
You want to set up automation campaigns when someone buys something or when someone abandons their cart. There's just so many opportunities to convert, but it's a missed opportunity if you don't have email set up. Secret strategy number 11 is around your website and the fact that this is your digital storefront. Think about it. This is the place where you're going to have majority of your sales and you should have majority of your sales because your website will build your brand. If you are selling on Etsy or you're selling on another website, it's going to build their brand because if you think about it, whenever you buy something off of Etsy or off of Kickstarter or Indiegogo, you never really say, oh, I bought something from X brand. You just say you bought it from Etsy or you just say you bought it from Kickstarter and that doesn't build your brand or your customer base. It's really important you sell things on your own website. And then on top of that, your margins are always the best when you sell it off your own website because you don't have to give other retailers or even other websites a cut like you have to do on Etsy, Kickstarter, or Indiegogo. That's why I always recommend to our clients to have the bulk of their sales come from their own channels because you control the data, you get all access to what your customers are buying, what's going on, you know the inventory levels, you know the demand, but on top of that, you get the best margins and also you get to build your brand. Take this seriously, your website is your digital storefront. And if you rented out a store downtown in your city, I know you would be all over it. You would make sure it was perfect. It looked great. It was merchandised properly. And so the exact same thing it happens with your website. It's your online storefront. And people all over the world are going to be entering it. So you want to be really strategic around what the experience is going to look like and what people are going to be able to see and also be strategic so that your site is set up to convert. Secret strategy number 12 is around your launch. Like I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, we are trying to build an intentional and profitable business, not an expensive hobby. If you want to have an expensive hobby of making clothes that no one buys, then this episode is not going to be for you. But if you want to put out clothes that is intentional, genuine, conscious, and people will buy it and have a thriving business and career you're passionate about, then listen up because your launch is just as important as everything else I put together in this episode. Everything leads up to this launch. So every single secret strategy and step I have outlined is crucial to have that launch, but you want to make sure that you don't fall short right before the finish line. I've seen some brands on social media that we're not working with, but sometimes brands will just pop up on my feed because obviously this is the work I do and Instagram loves to target me. But anyways, I'll see brands in my feed and they launch their brand, which is really exciting. And I go through their posts and how they launch their brand. And I notice that they kind of talk about it the first day and maybe the second day, and then they don't really talk about it again. And that is such a missed opportunity. You want to make sure you're constantly talking about your products and you are also warming up your audience beforehand so they are primed and ready to buy. I get all of our clients to go through a pre-launch phase where they are always teasing it. They're counting the days to the launch so that everyone in the community is aware that they are about to launch their brand and you can buy their products. It definitely needs to be a whole big ordeal so that people pay attention and you get to make your launch goals. And then when it comes to actually launching, I always get our clients to launch over a two-week window because people are busy and people need to see something on average at least like 12 to 14 times before they buy. You need to talk about it every single day. 
you have put in so much time, effort, and money and resources into your brands. I would hate to see you fall short. Make sure you think intentionally and prepare for your launch. Secret strategy number 13 is to work continuously on your mindset. Your mindset as an entrepreneur is crucial because you can only take your business so far as you and you do not want to be the bottleneck. Make sure you are not self-sabotaging your success, but also your business's success. This is something that I am constantly working on as well. And the way I personally work on it is making sure I'm constantly reflecting, journaling, thinking deeply about what's going on, how I feel about things. I also continuously read books, listen to podcasts. I also go to counseling and therapy. I know that sometimes it can be a quote-unquote luxury to work on yourself, but as an entrepreneur, this is not a luxury. This is a necessity. And I find that when I'm not working on my mindset and I have things that I haven't worked through, recloseted suffers. It is really important to carve that time out. And I would encourage you to set aside time, hopefully on a weekly basis, just like a couple hours a week, maybe on a Friday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon, or at the bare minimum, block off a day every single month to just reflect and see what's going on. And last but not least, secret strategy number 14 is to always continuously work on your development as an entrepreneur as well. Similarly to the whole mindset thing, if you also don't up-level your skills all the time, you will also hold your business back and prevent your business from being as successful as it can be. That is kind of scary. That's why I'm constantly reading books, listening to podcasts, investing in courses, investing in programs. It is really important to identify which skills in which area you are lacking and then invest accordingly, whether it's your time, your resources, or even your money. And invest in yourself because it does pay dividends, especially if you are young and you don't have a family quite yet. Or even if you do have a family, I think it's important to invest in yourself as well and up-level your skills so that your business can get to that next level. But I will say if this is the year you want to start to launch your brand, you do need to invest in your mindset and your development. And honestly, like when I look at some of our clients, because most of our clients work with us over a one-year period. If I look back at all of them, who they were before they started working with us and then who they are after, it's such a night and day difference with all the business strategy and the knowledge, of course, that they now have, but also the confidence they have in themselves as entrepreneurs. It's such a really fulfilling and amazing thing to experience. And I'm always so grateful and humbled that I get to help in that and I get to witness that. That is always kind of the favorite part of my job. But anyways, all this to say, Development is really, really important. Don't shy away from that. Don't discount that because if you go into this with the right strategy, then you will be successful. And even listening to this podcast is going to put you above and beyond the rest. It's going to set you apart because you now have these intentional strategies that you're going to follow. You have the step-by-step process of every single thing you need to do to be successful. It's just about implementing it. But if you didn't listen to this podcast episode, you might have just thrown a bunch of spaghetti at the wall, see what stuck, and learn from costly mistakes. That's the really amazing thing about investing your time and or your budget in podcasts, books, courses, and mentors because they can fast track your success and prevent costly mistakes from happening. Trust me, it is always worth 
investing in yourself. And now that you've listened to this episode and you have already invested some time in yourself, let's continue this momentum. If you haven't already, make sure you go and visit recloseted.com budget to take my free fund your fashion line training. I promise you, I do not hold back. There's only strategies and value in there. I give you a full-on presentation. You will get the slide deck. I give you the spreadsheet. We walk through it all line by line to ensure that you can go into this with your eyes wide open. I want there to be more transparency around costs associated with launching a fashion brand, which is why I have taken matters into my own hands and I've created this training. And I am so excited for you to go through it. And I will see you in the training. And that's a wrap on this episode. If you got value from this, I would appreciate it if you could take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story, and tag us at Recloseted. Be sure to subscribe to the Recloseted Radio podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode and you have access to all of our valuable resources. And if you're feeling generous, please rate our podcast five stars and leave us a glowing review. I'm cheering you on, and together, let's transform the harmful fashion industry.